0: Good evening, and welcome to another episode of, and when I say I mean, I am your co-host, Adrian. And I am your co-host, Austin. I almost forgot to do the intro again, which is okay. Um, It's not okay, but we got there. Austin, mm-hmm. tell me about your week.
1: Well, like a migratory bird, Eleanor has gone south for the winter. Eleanor. So it's just you. For the, yeah, for those of you who don't remember, Eleanor is my ninety-three-year-old landwoman, or landlady, I guess. Um, yeah. And I don't know where she is, but she's not here anymore. Her 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 daughter and son-in-law came to take her wherever they live. So. Did she tell you that she was leaving or she just peaced out? No, 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 no. She told me. uh, I forgot to pay my rent. uh, And so I walked in while they were all there and was like, oh, shoot, it's November now. I have to pay my rent. Mm. And then they told me that she was leaving. Also, like a flightless bird or a migratory bird or both. I was in the south this week. I was in Florida. Yeah. I have
0: another question yeah. that deals with Eleanor first before we talk about that. Okay. Fire away. Since she's gone, do you get to explore whatever that other apartment is? Uh,
1: maybe. I saw. Uh, I could totally it, do that. No, I saw in it the other day because the door was open. Uh huh. And it seems yeah. like just like no one, either a hoarder lives there or it's being currently used for storage. Ah, okay. That's a little less exciting.
0: But maybe it's more exciting.
1: I don't know. Speaking of things you asked about while you were here, Potsdam is known for its famous amount of toilets. Um, Mm. For those of you who don't know, just Google Potsdam and look at images. Um, Potsdam, (laughs) Potsdam, New York. York. Uh, It's rather embarrassing for longtime members of the town. Um, But anyway, the reason why there are toilets all over town is because they wouldn't let one guy build a Dunkin' Donuts where he wanted to build a Dunkin' Donuts. So, Classic. in revenge, <laughs> he put toilets on all of his properties, and he has many properties.
0: Let me tell you, when, he, when Austin says that he has many properties, you, you don't even realize, like, is not a very large town. Nope. But we were just driving around, and all of a sudden, they would be like, oh, there's more toilets. Yeah. We're on the other side of town, more toilets. There's just toilets everywhere. Yep.
1: Um, And there's, like, plants coming out of them and totem plants. I don't know
0: how he found so many toys. I don't
1: either. Um, he has put a lot of time and work <laughs> into getting revenge. Mm-hmm. But anyway, the main point of this is Dunkin' Donuts. There is a new gas station going in right across the street from Clarkson. Mm-hmm. And it's a half gas station, half Dunkin' Donuts. And I want to burn Classic. it to the ground right now because it should be a half Tim Hortons. Tim Hortons for life, mm, not a sponsor. Mm. Anyway.
0: I was I was hating on Dunkin' Donuts the other day with somebody and saying that their donuts and their coffee are bad. Yeah,
1: preach. The guy behind and me. And that we
0: need Tim Hortons.
1: On the plane back to Syracuse was explaining to the woman next to him what Tim Hortons was. And I was like, how do you not know what Tim Hortons is mm. if you're flying to Syracuse? But also, yes, everyone should know what Tim Hortons is because it's the best.
0: Yeah. Why were mm. you in Florida?
1: Uh, I was at a, I was presenting at a conference on Monday. I was the second speaker go? of the conference, so I was excited about that. Um, hmm. It went well. I met a person who I had only heard things about. Uh, I was really hoping Wenbo Sun would be there, but he wasn't. Um, are these like
0: famous people in the like optics science?
1: These are famous people in the underwater optics community, which is nice. it is a very small community. Um, but if you want to read any papers by Wenbo Sun, there are probably many Wenbo Suns, so look out for that.
0: Uh, is Wenbo a common
1: name? It is, yeah. It's a very common name um, in China. Really? Yeah.
0: Okay, okay.
1: Um, so he's from NASA Langley. So that that should help you track down his papers. They're pretty good oh wow um he's got some money behind him uh, maybe
0: <laughs> like <laughs> NASA Langley doesn't give him any money
1: NASA Langley has a lot of money. It's not all necessarily going to dr Sun he uh That's fair. he's mostly their their simulator uh, or modeler mm. the group though owns a, a satellite called Calypso that flies... I've heard of this. It orbits around the Earth shooting lasers at it Yeah. Uh, to get information about clouds and the weather. I met all the people who designed and launched Calypso, if that's something nice. that's exciting.
0: That's pretty exciting. I mean, I've at least heard of Calypso
1: before. Yeah, so... And, not, um, and the actual satellite,
0: not like the mythological thing.
1: Right, so if you're ever looking up into the night sky and a green laser hits you in the eye, don't worry, it's eye safe. But also, know that it was Calypso. Is that a thing? Yeah. Huh. It's, so it shoots uh, 532, which is green lasers, and uh, mm-hmm. 1064, which is infrared lasers, down at the Earth. And the, the difference in absorption tells you about basically how much plants are there. Mm-hmm. Um, and... It gives you information about clouds, and the green laser light can propagate a little bit into the ocean so it can tell you a little bit about the ocean.
0: Nice.
1: And it's been uh, continuously providing data for sixteen years. Just read that on a slide recently.
0: Wow. That's impressive.
1: Yeah they're They're planning the next generation clip, so.
0: okay
1: anyway, okay. it was pretty fun.
0: Sounds pretty good. Yeah. Uh, was Did you get to, like, enjoy Florida at all, or were you just bit. kind of in the conference
1: center um, the whole time? So this, the conference center was Harbor Branch Oceanographic Institute, so it mm-hmm. was right on the ocean. Nice. Um, there were many pelicans and egrets around. Um, some people said that they saw alligators. I was not one of them. Any cast
0: iron egrets?
1: no. Uh, though, I did see some metal flamingos.
0: Mm, that's pretty close. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, I saw some wasps building a nest, which I could have seen anywhere. Oh, I saw the one of the weirdest things I've ever seen in my life. A <laughs> okay. palm tree is standing out here, right? That was pretty normal. And a uh-huh. red-headed woodpecker is on this palm tree, hopping around, pecking at it like woodpeckers normally do. But it was just the weirdest Uh thing to me because when I think woodpecker, I think we're deep in the forest and it's hitting pine trees. There's yellow-bellied marmots running all over the place. Mm -hmm. Shout out Mm -hmm. to my fun with reading. Um, But no, here we have a red-headed woodpecker pecking away at a palm tree down on Vero Beach. It was weird.
0: Yeah, I can see that. But
1: our hotel was right right on the ocean. Um, mm-hmm. and so I saw the sunrise on the beach um, Tuesday morning Luke, my coworker slash supervisor went into the ocean I had already changed at that point so I didn't um, hey. and then I was hoping to watch the sunrise f- fully on Wednesday but um, some guy whose name I never caught picked me up at like 5.50, and the sunrise was at like 6.30. So. That's rough. So Luke abandoned me in Florida because he had to be in Buffalo today. This mm-hmm. is long, convoluted stories. I'm sorry. I apologize to everyone. Uh, That's all right. So I was stranded in Florida without any way to get anywhere. So I was taking a shuttle from my hotel to the airport, which was an hour and a half. And I thought there was going to be a lot of people on the shuttle. Ended up just being me and the driver. Uh, he's nice. from Guatemala. Always a good time. Um, he has a Nissan. Uh, and he, he's very upset by how much gas it uses. So.
0: He should get a different vehicle.
1: He, yeah, he wants to. Um, his son has uh, some car that I forget. He's a mm. mechanical engineer.
0: Mm. Nice.
1: I spent his a lot son, of time talking to this guy. Yeah, his son. He's a, a shuttle driver. That's always a good time. Yeah,
0: that's kind of what I assumed. But...
1: So that's mostly what I did this past weekend. Nice. And nice. part of this week.
0: Hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: How about you? Anything interesting?
0: Um. Let's see. This week... I have been working on setting up for our youth convention called New Day. Okay. Shout out to any listeners out there who are coming to New Day, and they listen to this before they come. I don't know. That's possible. Um, so we're going to have youth from the different churches in our regions, which span all the way down to Pennsylvania. Nice. All the way up to New Hampshire. But I guess we're in New Hampshire. And in Rhode Island and Connecticut and Massachusetts. Um, so yeah, should be should be a great time. We um we set it all up today. We'll finish setting it all up today. It's gonna be pretty sweet. I have a bunch of minute to win it games. I nice. don't know if I should be spoiling this if people are listening to it, but um so yeah, Light maybe I won't cup, spoil it all.
1: Flip and... That's yeah, the only pretty,
0: one I know. I I don't bottle know flip. exactly what your Bottle Flip is on there. Yeah. Um, and some other great ones, which nice. are going to be amazing. Um,
1: Throw a ping pong ball into a cup?
0: Uh, that's pretty close. Pretty close, oh, yeah. Boom. You're on a roll. Um, let's see. And then, since so I was doing the last two days, um, Tuesday I was playing some board games. Played a new board game called Azul, which won the Spiel the Jahres last year
1: which long-time listeners will know is game of the year in germany yeah yeah although i always
0: like my i always say that in like somewhat of a spanish accent which is vastly well long-time. do you
1: have a german accent do i naturally no like if you were trying to say things with a german accent would it even work
0: no it'd probably yeah. just be a disgrace i'm not going to try um so that was that was a good time that's a good game um Basically, you're, like, placing tiles, but, like, actual tiles, as if, like, you were placing tiles on a mosaic floor. Um, wow,
1: that does sound fun. Okay, it's better than that. <laughs> um, it's a Euro game. It's pretty good. You described it like putting together a bathroom, and it's—I've never I don't know people who have fun doing that.
0: Well, imagine doing that without any of the physical labor, and there's more rules to it. And, yeah, I'm, I, that makes it sound really bad. It's, it's a yeah, really great thing. Yeah,
1: when you say game. there's more rules <laughs> to <do> it. <laughs> <laughs> well, most
0: most times when you're dialing like a bathroom, there's no rules, right? Yeah, it's just, no, like, make the pattern work. Yeah. Um, So that's what I did on Tuesday. And then Monday, what did I do Monday? We had community group on Monday. And... Yeah, that was pretty much my Monday. I had some dinner.
1: I had some grilled mahi on Monday, which is a fish. I don't know what that is. It's a fish. No? and then I saw this guy today, and I'm like, I'm pretty sure his name is Mahi, but I'm nice. like, maybe I'm just confusing him with the fish. Turns out his name Another? was Mahi.
0: Nice. That's seems pretty unlikely, but yeah, pretty no. I I
1: thought I thought so at the time. Also,
0: um. Also on Monday, so we usually eat in the cafeteria on Monday, because we eat with everybody, then we have, because community group's on campus at UNH. And, um, I had pumpkin pie.
1: Oof.
0: Basically, I, I tried this, I just tried this pumpkin pie because I had made a pumpkin pie on Thursday. Wow. Oh, that's right. Anyways. I am remembering a lot from this past week. It's rather well, surprising.
1: because normally we can remember nothing.
0: <laughs> I know. I can't believe really I remembered everything I did. So I made a pie last Thursday. We go today. But I didn't really get to try any of it until Tuesday. Then there was this big brouhaha about how I gave the pie away and then was asking for a slice back. But anyways, that got resolved. So I tried the pie. And so then I eat, I ate it. And I was like, this is a pretty good pie, if I do say so myself. And then I wanted to try the pie at the um, cafeteria. That pie was trash.
1: Yeah, it was so no, bad. No
0: um, It was like that they didn't put any pumpkin in their pumpkin pie. Mm-hmm. I was like, mm-hmm. it's called pumpkin for a reason. But anyways, um, I'll talk. I'll talk more about what I did this weekend because that's probably the most interesting. So on Friday after work, we drove down. Me and my roommate drove down to New York City. Oh yeah. I to forgot. to go to a concert. We saw Andy Mineo and LaCrae and Words played and some two other guys i'd never heard of
1: nice
0: um but it was it was pretty sweet it was pretty fun um one of my favorite parts was words played had one of those like inflatable things you know those like things at car dealerships yeah, where they nice. like are tubes he had one of those set up on <laughs> on stage and at one point he was like dancing with it so he was like watching how it was going and like mimicking its movements nice. it was pretty awesome so it was like synchronized Um, and then Andy Minio brought, closed up the show because he's from New York. Um, so then we stayed at my friend Ben's house, um, who, he is living in the, like, in-law apartment at his parents. And then, which I'll come back to that on Saturday. And then on Sunday, the, our church... It has basically like a church plant in Brooklyn, New York. Um, so I was helping out with the kids' work on that day. And then we got to see the New York New York City Marathon, which was pretty fun, pretty
1: interesting. Oh, okay. I had my sound off for that Snapchat, and I'm like, uh-huh. what on earth race is Adrian just watching?
0: Yeah, why? no, I, the <laughs> the video I sent was poor because there wasn't a lot of people running at the point. Usually there was like tons of people. Yeah. Uh. So then, also, so on Saturday then, I was hanging out with Ben, except for Ben wasn't there for most of the time, so I was really just hanging out with his parents. Nice. I I did end up hanging out with Ben. But, so, I was sitting there eating breakfast, and Ben's dad was like, Adrian, do you like Hamilton? And I was like, yeah, I love Hamilton. He's like, well, I have a bootleg copy of it, do you want to watch it later? And I was like okay what is this he's like well yeah so my like i ordered something and it got late and so they threw in a bootleg of, copy of hamilton for like <laughs> what kicks.
1: on earth is he ordering <laughs> from
0: this was my thought Mine i didn't ask him that i was just like who is this guy and what is he ordering that like people throw in bootleg yeah. copies of of <laughs> hamilton to like appease the lateness of it i was like what is going on so he's like, yeah, I got this, and the quality was really poor. So I like started editing it, editing it in iMovie, and so he like put the the audio from the soundtrack in. Wow. So the audio was perfect. Wow, he like okay. found other Shoot. clips. He found like other clips online that were like better quality and, and like, like cut them, cut them in. Shoot, yeah, and man. then he found like other other video like other angles of like. Pirated version or like people recorded it and like would go back and forth and I was like this is incredible So we watched Hamilton we watched the first act the first act of Hamilton Wow that my friend's dad had edited and put together and I was like What is happening right now? But this is this is pretty great So that was that was part of my Saturday
1: Well Speaking of Hamilton
0: Speaking of, rap battles in politics.
1: Yeah, um, longtime listener Becca from Dover,
0: New Hampshire.
1: Dover, not Delaware.
0: It, no, New Hampshire.
1: Right. I I I, 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 I was questioning whether Dover is the appropriate word.
0: No, Dover, Summers Summersworth is actually the
1: answer. Anyway, uh. From the beginning. Suggested we talk about um, rap beefs. So I mm-hmm. said, eh, okay, I'm going to talk about... Uh, so I told her that I would talk about rap beefs as long as nothing crazy happened with the midterms. Fortunately, the midterms were... Everything happened as polls said they would. So Yeah,
0: it basically happened
1: everybody thought it was going to happen. Yeah, the Democrats took the House. The Republicans probably gained seats in the Senate though some are still up in the air right now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. None of the exciting governor races went the exciting way. No. Um,
0: Our governor race in New Hampshire was pretty close.
1: Um, the governor's race in New York was not close.
0: No, not surprising. Uh, one question I did have, was: has there been any like stats on the amount of people who voted?
1: Yes. Uh, according because- to Cordell King... 47% of people voted in this election compared to 37% of people who voted in 2014. How many people voted
0: in the presidential election?
1: I don't know. But it's usually like in the mid-40s. So mm-hmm. 49% mm-hmm. is pretty wild for a midterm election. Yeah.
0: yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was thinking I was going to make the bold prediction except I didn't tell anybody. That, um, like, this, this was going to break records for mm-hmm, mm-hmm. people coming, especially to midterm elections.
1: And to be clear, Cordell King is not a pollster. He is just <laughs> the person that Googled that and told it to me. So I don't know his actual sources. Ask Cordell. Cordell King, King from Mount Joy. Cordell King from Mount Pennsylvania. Joy,
0: yeah. um, I don't think he's a listener, but shout out Cordell to Cordell from him.
1: Mount Joy. Uh, sorry about your last name.
0: It's Do you like think it's a we should be
1: concerned name? about telling saying where people live?
0: They're big towns.
1: Well, or just just, <laughs> just be just don't say their last names. Okay. Sorry, Cordell Stranger <laughs> from Mount Joy. <laughs> anyway, but I uh, then nothing nothing interesting happened in the midterms, and then Trump fired Jeffs Jeff Sessions, resi- Jeffrey Jefferson Beauregard Sessions the Third. Was forced to resign yesterday. I was going to ask you about this because
0: yeah. today, for some reason, usually I listen, I, like, I haven't been listening to um, NPR much lately, mm. which maybe I should. By the way, his I real haven't.
1: name is Jefferson Beauregard Sessions III, just fun fact. <laughs>
0: um, You're listening yeah, to NPR. And they, I was listening to NPR for, like, maybe 20 seconds today. And they were talking about Jeff Sessions being replaced and all this stuff, and yeah. I was like, hold on, what what has happened?
1: Yeah, there has been almost no reaction, it seems, to Jeff Sessions. So Trump sent John Kelly to tell Sessions, hey, midterm's over, you're getting out of here. Why? Just for no reason? Uh,
0: no, 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 It. The, the so I can reason, tell you what the NPR story was talking about, but go ahead and say what you're thinking, what you're saying.
1: Officially, there's no reason, but everybody knows the reason, and it's because Jeff Sessions recused himself from the Russia investigation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and so that left it in the hands of Rod Rosenstein and uh, out of Trump's hands, essentially. And, right. Uh, like he. For for months now, he's been complaining about... Actually, for years, he's been complaining about Jeff Sessions' recusal uh, and inaction on doing anything about the scope of the Russia investigation. The, look, because there's basically no reason to fire Jeff Sessions. Right. Uh, he, as a Atlantic article said today, is Trump's most effective lieutenant.
0: It, it's so true. Sessions, like, in my opinion, I, I don't really know anything about it, but Sessions seemed to be the only person anywhere close to Trump who was, like, actually had their head on straight and was doing stuff that was good.
1: Um, he, he was clearly the most competent of Trump's cabinet picks. Mm. Um, whether or not he was doing things that are good uh, probably depends on who you ask. But um, I guess that's
0: fair. He was, I don't really know. He
1: was, regardless of who you ask, he was doing things effectively. Um, but anyway, he's gone now, uh, and so that's important. But things were already in the works, and we're still talking about rap beefs. So, but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. M- sprinkling in politics. So, speaking of Hamilton, uh, if you remember. Um, Cabinet Battle number one. Mm-hmm. Uh you have uh Thomas Jefferson duking it out with Alexander Hamilton. And uh are you raising your hand or just waving it? Rap hands. Was a, okay. That was a west, so, west side. If you That was for Jefferson. If you've listened to uh if you've listened to i I'll get back to that actually. Um If you listen to things Lin-Manuel Miranda says or the respective flows of Jefferson and Hamilton, Mm -hmm. uh, you will notice, basically, Lin-Manuel Miranda says that uh, Hamilton is essentially analogous to Eminem. Uh, George Washington is like Dr. Dre. And the relationship between Hamilton and Washington is like Eminem and Dre. Right. And because, uh Yeah,
0: Dr. Dre made him
1: Eminem. Discovered Basically. Eminem if you're being generous. Okay.
0: Um
1: and uh Thomas Jefferson is like Jay Z. So Jay Z actually East Coast. And uh Doctor Dre is the West Coast rap, so Right, right. Um so uh their conflicting styles are representing the the partisan divide between uh, Jefferson and Hamilton and the East and West Coast rap scenes of the 90s, early 200s? Thousands? Um, it's, would Eminem be considered West Coast? He, uh, only because he's associated with Dr. Dre.
0: But his style isn't West Coast at all, is it? Uh,
1: only because he's associated with Dr. Dre. Okay, okay. Um, and not Diddy. Anyway, I learned who Diddy was recently, and uh, it reminded me of Mona Lisa. Um, or Tom Haverford. Yeah, yeah.
0: You don't know who Diddy
1: is? Are you talking that's to me? That's Mona Lisa. Oh, okay. No, she finds was out that Diddy a Mona has Lisa an Instagram. Question? Oh, that's right. <laughs> uh, so anyway, uh, and then my so my question is, are political parties a rap feud that has gone too far? Okay, so... Sorry, what was your next one? Well, I was going to say, Merce, Merce, who took over uh, uh, Hip Hop DX from Justin Hunt, he defines, he says there are three types of beefs, an opportunistic beef, a rap rap beef, and a you actually hate the other person beef, which I think he said is personal. Mm. Um, So to me, political parties... Are an opportunistic beef. People join Which, parties yeah. to win.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: And for the, the for the betterment of the two parties, like it it helps both the Republicans and the Democrats to only have two parties. Right, right, right. And so, in a winner take all so, system, you want to have only two parties. Right, right.
0: So if so, that would be what I I would consider the recent rap beef between Eminem and our our uh, Machine Gun Kelly to be opportunistic. Uh,
1: yeah, I agree. Uh,
0: well, I guess it could be rap to rap. I don't really know what the second category means. If that just means they want to just write raps, uh, then that one could also fit into that too. Maybe.
1: No, that's like uh, that's more like oh, I definitely think I'm better than you. No, I definitely think I'm better than you. I kind of view it like as um, the the Kendrick Drake subliminal rap beef that's going on. Um, but no, I would agree for especially for Machine Gun Kelly that uh, his recent beef with Eminem is an opportunistic beef. Mm-hmm. Uh, it allows him to make money, or it, like we're actually talking it's about him. Right. Um and they're both owned by the same record label and their albums have done their their most both of their most recent albums have done much better than their previous two albums. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh probably helped by their rap beef.
0: Right, right. Um so you're saying political pol- uh, any like beefs in politics are purely for the benefit of the two? groups
1: uh i think that is the original it's that's like the original intent Mm -hmm. kind of behind forming political parties like people have different political ideologies uh but it helps you win right if
0: so if i'm so if i'm Trying to figure out, okay, I want to run for office, but I don't really feel like I align perfectly with one of these two parties. Yep. I join one of the two parties so I can succeed.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um,
0: but your question is, has it gone too far?
1: Yeah, and so I'm gonna. So, wo- sorry, go for it.
0: So I was gonna say I watched these. I watched some of the videos. Oh, great. So I watched the. I watched the video. Well, first I listened to Tupac's. Yeah. Hit 'em up song. That song is intense, and I don't even know if I recommend people it, listening to it. it yeah, no. <laughs> if if you want to listen to it purely for to understand the level of rap beefs, which I think this one falls into the third category of yeah, they, they just hate each other, this one will be there. Um But then, I, so then I watched the one video. I watched um, the one guy. It was like a six minute video about talking about rat beefs in general mm. and so he was talking about what what does it mean to go too far is it possible to go too far in a rat beef
1: that was the the genius video
0: yeah um and so basically he was talking about in there that it seems to be that too far is when you bring like kids and wives and significant others into it um it seems, and family members or or people who have died Mm-hmm, rappers who mm-hmm. have died um that's too far although it seems like people still do that all the time um it, I, I, think I don't know all
1: the time is is an exaggeration
0: let me rephrase that i don't really know any rap beefs the only rap beefs i really know are um the, the Eminem and machine gun kelly the one with drake and who's his name right push now push T. What's it? push a t and then now I'm familiar with the one between Tupac and, <laughs> and uh, B.I.G., yeah. and Notorious B.I.G. Um, so really, I don't have a whole lot of information. But I will say, it: all three of those rap beefs, they cross that line of talking about their children or significant others. Yeah. Or wives.
1: So, like, most rap beefs are, like, uh, pr- to me, they're pretty low-key. It's It's mm. either, like, Oh yeah, we can help each other by being enemies, or it's like, hey, I'm I'm gonna say I'm better than you on this song, and then you get offended and say, no, I'm better than you on your song,
0: mm-hmm. uh, and then
1: there's weird ones like uh, uh, Ice Cube, and, no, Fifty Cent, Fifty Cent and Jau rule. I, mm-hmm. They seem to hate each other, but they're they like they do it pretty, like, low-key,
0: um,
1: like, 50 Cent just bought 200 front-row seats at Ja Rule's concert, so they would be empty, like, that's so amazing, that's, that's fine, uh,
0: it's so petty,
1: yeah, I, I, that's, that seems fine to me, um, but, uh, so, our political parties uh, to me they're an opportunistic beef that has gone too far currently um mm-hmm. and pr- they probably have sometimes in the in the past um but I think right now they definitely have gone too far and I was going to use uh Tupac and Biggie as they're the, to me they're the and I think to everyone they're the quintessential rap beef that mm-hmm. went too far um so, for those of you who are unfamiliar... Uh, Which I was unfamiliar I, until I... I was largely like, unfamiliar. Like, looked up the
0: Wikipedia page.
1: Um, Tupac, uh, he became famous by being a rapper slash um, movie star. Um, apparently, he's good in movies, but I, I haven't seen any of his movies. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, so then he kind of uh, was a mentor slash friend of uh Biggie AK the notorious BIG who is from New York Tupac is from air quotes Compton, California. Um he's really from New York and then lived in Baltimore for a long time. Anyway, that none of that's important. Um and then Tupac was shot like 3 times behind this club and he thinks he thinks that Biggie and Diddy are responsible for it. Which they both deny, mm-hmm. and then Tupac went to jail for sexual assault charges. Um, and while he was in jail, Biggie releases a track called "Who Shot You," um, which is not about Tupac. More right, air quotes. Right. Uh, so Tupac gets out of jail and releases this song called "Hit 'Em Up," which is just like it is. It's insane. Like, mm-hmm. like there are, like Pusha T's song about Drake. It's like, oh, you have a secret child, uh, <laughs> you, <laughs> uh who you're hiding from the world. Like right. your mom, uh, could never hold down a man, and and it's like, oh shoot, Pusha T's pulling out all the stops. No, uh, no. Y- you don't pull out all the stops until. It's hit him up by Tupac. Mm-hmm. And it, it's just like, whoa, this song is insane,
0: right? And like the the crazy the, the the most crazy thing is is that it it feels like he means it.
1: Oh, absolutely, yeah.
0: Which is just terrifying.
1: Yeah, and it's weird because so uh, I talked about um, the Hate You Give and how mm-hmm. it's like a lot of it's talking about Tupac and his he has a a big Thug Life tattoo across his his torso Mm. and for him Thug Life is an acronym for the hate you give little infants F's everyone Uh, so he's using Thug Life as a a way to uh, kind of raise awareness I guess of the poor conditions that um, African American and other minority kids are raised in mm-hmm. um, and so reading The Hate you Give I'm like oh and like Tupac went to art school and um, I'm like oh thug is just like a metaphor f- for him and then I'm like oh wait he got shot three times at a club he went to jail for sexual assault he, like, beat people with a baseball bat at a different club. And, then, and so, like, uh, like he talks about killing Biggie and killing Diddy and hit everybody. him up. Um, like, everyone at their record label. Right. Uh, like, he says he's going to kill them. And normally it's like, oh, if you, like, talk bad about me, I'm going to kill you. Or... Uh, I'm coming for you guys. I'm going to kill you. And it's like, right? okay, fun. But no. It's just, a, oh. it's just a turn of phrase. Yeah.
0: No. When he says it in this song, you're like, wow, he is literally about to go over to New York and kill all of these people. Yeah. And not only that, he's like, I can rap better than all of you people. And, like, nothing that you can make. And not only am I so good, I'm going to have, like, my underlings make, like, like talk crap about you because I'm too good yeah, to even like do that.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm, he's like, I'm too good for this. I don't even know I'm wasting my time with you. Right. Here's some other guy. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Um. Tupac is later shot, like, very soon after that track is released, mm-hmm. um, under su- suspicious circumstances, uh, and dies. He's and
0: drive by. The shooter is never. Apprehended.
1: Yeah, uh, Biggie is later shot, uh, also under suspicious circumstances, and the shooter was never found. Uh, so, people suspect each other, uh, which I, I, seems pretty fair, mm-hmm. uh, given their how how much things escalated uh, between them. So. To me, that's, that seems like political parties right now. It's like, oh, it was nice. Like in the 90s, it's like people were still kind of like pretty well working together and things were going well. And it was working like the fact that the two parties existed was to the benefit of both parties. Mm. Um, and I think when you have a good rap beef... That's also true. This, this, this is a, a weird metaphor, but, like... Mm-hmm. uh um, I like it. When, when a rap beef is good, it elevates both of the people who are beefing. Like, um... Mm-hmm. Nas and Jay-Z famously had a rap rap beef. Um... Mm-hmm. So both of them trying to be better than the other. And they both became better trying to be better than each other. Right. Um... And I I think political parties are best when they I mean they're best when they work together. But that seems like a bridge too far. Uh so at but least they can make same, each other better.
0: Right, that same thing can happen where you're you're forcing each other to one up and like be better, I guess, in the sense of
1: Like have better policies. Right, like right.
0: And I will say, so going back to the idea of it going too far, I think in the sense that it's going too far in politics now is that politics are so personal. Mm -hmm. I I think, I don't know, because I've only been alive 20-something years, but it seems like now we know more people's names in the government than ever before. Maybe that's because of the internet. Probably because of the internet. But, like, even, I mean, did, did it, like it just feels like we know so many people and we know, like, who they are and who they their, like, lives are. Yeah. As opposed to, like, them just as politicians. Um, and, it, and it just feels like we, we attack people and not policies. Yeah. Like, like we think that, like, okay, Trump said this, therefore we have to hate it. Um, which, again, it might not be a bad thing. But, like... But we don't even – there's not even a chance or whoever. It's you know, not even just Trump, but anybody. But, like – and so it's so – It's everything is so tied to the person as opposed to and, – and honestly, we can probably blame Trump for making it personal, right? Because – well, maybe not. I don't know. But, I, like I,
1: – I don't – like the, the evolution of politics to being more about personalities As like it's been true since – FDR was on the radio basically, if not earlier. Right.
0: Yeah. And I guess depending on how accurate Hamilton is, there's there was some in that too.
1: Right. Um though like Yeah. Anyway, but like it really dominates um with T V. Uh and mm-hmm. then it's much easier to be personal now that social media is a thing. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. because yeah like the president is tweeting at other politicians right like what is happening or like I could tweet at any politician and like say horrible things to them right uh, or you can find where people live and go protest outside their house
0: What's or your... send them bombs
1: yeah 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 you can send them bombs like yesterday or two days ago or something people were outside Tucker's Tucker Carlson's house who's not really a politician Mm. uh he's a pundit that's no he's not a pundit he's a political host um but people like were outside his house at night chanting we know where you sleep and it's like um that seems like the wrong decision to make um But, yeah, I think, wow, this is a weird analogy. But, like, Tupac and Biggie, like, bad things happened, and instead of seeking to reconcile them, they blamed each other, and then things turned violent. Right. Yeah,
0: like... And yeah, so so basically it started when somehow like it all started with whoever was shooting at Tupac, right? That's right. kind of how it started. And like instead of deciding, okay, this was just some somebody else or something whatever, it just turned into this huge thing and they both ended up dying.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So dead. I
1: don't want that to happen to the United States. No. Um
0: Luckily, we can't duel anymore.
1: Well, I'm thinking, like, if parties fought each other, it would just be like a war. Um, Right, right. And, yeah, like, I I don't want to be alarmist. Like, oh, civil war is coming. But, like, people have been sending bombs and poison to leaders of both political parties. Mm -hmm. Like, that's not... That's not a good place to be. No. Um, So, I'm going to also propose a model for uh, reconciliation from Rap Beef slash Hamilton. So, uh, first of what you said about things being personal, I I think it's important to uh, know what's actually important in politics, which is policy. Mm -hmm. Um, So, if we look at... uh, the Hamilton-Jefferson feud, if you will. Yeah. yeah. Um, Hamilton is, he's able to put aside all of his, his personal animosity towards Jefferson and say uh, Jefferson actually has policy stances and cares about things. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas Aaron Burr, he's a political grif- drifter, grifter, if you will. I don't know what the word you're looking for is. He, he adopts whatever policies will get him further advanced. Yep. Uh, And so I don't think they were able to reconcile because of that, but I think uh, things were in a better place mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. with Jefferson as president. Yeah, kind
0: of kind of reminds me, too, of what um, Obama said after McCain died about how they didn't, you know, the policy-wise, or, like, maybe it's not the same thing, but, like, they didn't necessarily see eye-to-eye on the policies, but they, like, still, I think, respected each other a lot.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Aaron Burr kind of went off the rails after... Yeah. After that, again, uh, other than shooting Hamilton, he he uh, <laughs> he tried to secede if, yeah, if from the West. Itself. Yeah, he yeah. was wanted for treason. Anyway, um, I, I I'll get back to what I'm transitioning to later. But I was reading sermons by Martin Luther King Jr., and he calls mm-hmm. uh, Thomas Jefferson an abolitionist. And I was like, Huh, that would not be a widely held statement today Mm-mm. and it's like he's not not an abolition i don't i don't know uh like he's not as pro slavery as many of his contemporaries mm-hmm. um and he like he did try to end slavery in the Declaration of Independence that right. that was one thing I didn't like about Hamilton. Um, it was like an only negative portrayal of Thomas Jefferson yeah. uh, almost ex- entirely by leaving out rap battle number three, which you can pick up on the Hamilton mixtape um, in rap battle number three, Jefferson is like, listen, y'all, in the first draft of the Declaration of Independence, I tried to end slavery, and y'all said no. Um which is not often remembered no um but uh, yeah it's I don't know it's hard to say someone's an abolitionist when they own slaves yeah but who knows no, that's that's fair anyway my second anyways, my second model of reconciliation comes from Thomas Jefferson's not namesake but inspiration, I guess, Jay-Z. Uh, so when Kendrick Lamar had his control track, which, if anyone knows what that is, it was a verse on, uh, I think it was like No, Big Sean's song Control. And in it, Kendrick Lamar called himself the King of New York, um, even though he is actually from Compton. Mm-hmm. Tupac. Um, He called himself the King of New York and there was a line that's supposed to go Biggie, Nas, and um, Raymond, I think. He says Kendrick, Nas, and whoever the last person is. So people from actual New York were mad um, because Kendrick's not from New York so he can't say he's the King of New York. Uh, But so, they were worried that they were going to reignite the East Coast, West Coast, rap beef that had claimed the lives of, uh, Tupac and Biggie. Uh, so, Kendrick went and met with Jay-Z. Jay-Z is the unofficial... King of New York. (laughs) Yeah, the unofficial King of New York. Uh, Becca from whatever, Dover, Smallville, Somerset.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Somerset.
1: Sent me an article that was comparing, uh... Jay-Z to the United States and unipolar political negotiations. This was in 2009, so it was before Kendrick Lamar was really on the scene. But they're saying uh, you you have to position yourself uh, in regard to Jay-Z as a rapper in 2009, just like all the other countries have to be in position according to the U.S., and you have uh, coalitions that the US is in charge of, that Jay-Z is in charge of. And uh, anyway, it was interesting. Kendrick met with Jay-Z and uh, they settled things down. So, my final recommendation for a reconciliation is just talk to people and mm-hmm. uh, like challenge. Kendrick's control verse, his goal is to say, hey, guys, remember when we used to you try to be better than everybody else let's do that again um so like it's okay to uh try to be the best i guess um but don't do that at the exp like the expense of division and violence
0: mm-hmm. right or or even just like don't resort to just attacking the person whether it's with Mm -hmm. words or physically right like i think i I didn't think we were going to talk well maybe i should have figured we were going to talk about hamilton but like even i always what i always think is interesting about hamilton is that he writes the federalist papers with madison Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and then in the second act that happens in the first act and then the second act he's now like political rivals with Madison kind of Mm -hmm. and so I think like that kind of gets at that idea is like don't like if you're upset with somebody don't like just be like attack the person attack the person attack the person which we I feel like that's so much of what we see in politics now but like why not just like beat them at the game you're playing yeah like why why do we just why do we feel like we have to attack the person When we should be, like, saying, hey, like, our jobs are to be, like, (laughs) political leaders. Let's actually do that. Yeah. And, like, do that better to show that we are better. Mm Mm-hmm. That, for some reason, that seems like a novel idea right now. But, in
1: reality, it, like, it seems so simple. Like, let's just have good policies that lots of people like.
0: Right, like... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and I'm sure that there are people out there that are working towards that and are frustrated because the political scene isn't like that. And it probably starts with some of the larger leaders down. But like, yeah, like why like why are we so concerned about like tearing down people's reputations instead of actually having good policies mm-hmm. and like letting that speak for ourselves. Mm-hmm. Not that you shouldn't have good reputation, But, like, that's not the most important thing.
1: Madison was a great politician. Anyway. So good.
0: Shout out to Madison.
1: Um. Yeah, so. Are political parties a rap beef that's gone too far? I would say they are getting. Like, they're getting. you're, You're getting more and more. Um uh collateral damage i think is what uh jacques moreau from genius news said
0: well and and like think about so like think about even like the tupac biggie beef right Mm -hmm. who knows like it is very possible that the people that killed both of them were not even really connected with the two of them but were like hey what these people are saying are right And I'm slightly crazy, so I'm going to go out and kill these people. Mm -hmm. Like, not only are we not far from that, like, we have seen that happen within the last month. Yeah. Like, and that's kind of terrifying. So it's not like Trump is, or whoever is out there saying, okay, like, go kill these people. But, But because of the things that they are saying and doing... It is causing people to go out there and do violent acts, yep. which I don't think is even really that far of a difference between what we see in the Tupac and and <laughs> Yeah, Viggy well, dispute.
1: yeah, it's pretty similar. It it hasn't ended with like the the destruction of the future potential of the like two of the best rappers of their generation. Right. Uh that equivalent hasn't yet happened. Um so hopefully we can avoid that.
0: Yeah, but let's not even get there. Yeah. Let's like stay away from that. Um but yeah. I think I think it's pretty good. Right, well, I did I did we need to wrap it up, but I did watch the wise crack video. Um
1: Oh yeah, I forgot about that.
0: Which was which was pretty interesting. We'll put it in the doobly doo below. Yeah. Um It's worth watching, anyways. It's basically talking about... It's talking about, like, fake... how We we kind of talked about it last week, too. Well, yeah, and it's,
1: like, to me... That's kind of, like, the... The mode of operation normally for political parties. Ideally, they're working together, but most of the time, they're, like, using each other for their own gain, like, pretending to be violently opposed to them even though they're not really and mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. they hang out like their coworkers, co-workers um right but that that's the Taylor Swift and Kanye that I was alluding yeah. to at the end yeah. of last episode so yeah
0: all right we gotta do quick recommendations okay. here so you can't go off on like five books
1: okay uh, well I only read two um the, I finished the Book of Sermons by Martin Luther King Junior. They're mm-hmm. they're all great. Um read them. Uh they're good. Um and then the second book that I read what so did I tell you I forgot to go to my my uh book club meeting? No. I got an email about it on Monday and then by the time it had rolled around on Wednesday it completely slipped my mind. Uh so I didn't Probably for the best, because uh, I didn't get to complain about um, the fifth season. <laughs> uh, but so then the second book uh, for the book club was selected without me present, and it's the mm. "The Last Days of Night" by someone, and it is about the current war, not the not the like war that's presently happening, but the war about electrical current uh, between. Oh. Westinghouse and Edison.
0: Ah, there was a movie that was maybe based on this book. Oh, yeah, that's true. A little bit
1: ago. Um, Which
0: looked kind of interesting, but I didn't hear anything about it, so it probably was terrible.
1: It's by Graham Moore, um, the book. And it is historical fiction. So after I finished it, I was like, I wonder how much of that, like, I know broad strokes that's true. But I'm pretty sure some of this isn't true. Um, mm. And I th- I thought it was... I thought it was okay. Um, I thought it was a worse version of The Prestige. Um, yeah. The prestige, That's what the movie looked like. <laughs> the Prestige to be is, honest. <laughs> is more fictional. But I think that lets it have more freedom to better discuss uh, the themes of genius and obsession. Mm-hmm. Um which is what this book wants to talk about, but doesn't as well. Um,
0: it's even, like, very similar in the idea of, like, who's his name? Oh, his yeah, name.
1: Edison. And Tesla is also a character in, right. in this book. Um, and, and then there's, like, a dramatic shift at the end where it's like, uh, no, justice and family is really what's important. Success doesn't really matter that much. And I was like, hmm. Okay, but I feel like you didn't earn that ending. Uh, so, mixed feelings again on this book club book. Fair, fair. That's it. That's all.
0: Nice. All right. So I don't. I feel like I may have recommended this before, but I don't know if I have. So my recommendation this week for music would be Matt Carney. Okay. Um, is that the like listen, Ships
1: in the Night guy?
0: Yeah, but he's done quite a bit since you listened to him on <laughs> on Pandora while playing Stormwind. Yeah,
1: true. Um,
0: he his newest album out is called Crazy Talk, I think.
1: Okay.
0: Um, it has a very pink cover, um, but it's it's good. He he sounds very similar, so he hasn't changed a lot since. Okay. Then, but he's he's done a lot of. A lot of stuff, um, but it's good. It's good. I'd give it a. Uh, I'd give it a. Give it a listen if you have a chance. And then my other recommendation is to take time to make things. Um, so, anyways, I was talking about how we were setting up for New Day, and I was in charge of a lot of the games and stuff. And I was decided that I was gonna make a bowling alley. Nice. So. So last night, Becca and I were working on the bowling alley this basically all evening. And basically, a lot of the plans were not going well. But then we were able to problem solve and figure it out. And it turned out to be like pretty cool. And like people think it looks awesome. I'm pretty proud of it. Nice. Um, again, I probably just gave away spoilers. So if you're listening to this before you come to New Day, don't tell people about it. I don't know if it's supposed to be a big reveal or something. But anyway. So... Take the time. It took. It took time for us to figure out how to do it and how we were going to fix it and how it was going to work. And everything. So take the time. Make things. Don't spend money if you don't have to. All of these things. Well, bowling alleys
1: are pretty expensive.
0: Well, yeah, but we did. We did it with a bunch of stuff that was just lying around the church. Right. So.
1: I uh I painted a Christmas card the other day and it was uh it was a lot of fun.
0: Nice. Had do you have paint?
1: No, I was at church and it was for kids in Madagascar. Yeah, I signed
0: one of those cards.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, I painted one.
0: (laughs) That sounds intense.
1: (laughs) It was just like trees.
0: Nice. Well, that sounds pretty good. Hopefully, um... You learn something about politics or rap beefs or both or... Yeah. Who knows?
1: Blessed are the peacemakers.
0: Yeah, let's just... Let's just figure. Let, you know what? I think communication communication is yeah. key. And not to like just attack people, but like think about people.
1: Yeah.
0: And don't get caught up in you know the stuff that doesn't matter. Focus on the policies or the rapping, whichever one. Yeah. You know. Well, there you have it. Focus <laughs> on the rapping in your life. <laughs> Yeah. <gasps> All right. Nah, no, I like Let's, that. Yeah. <laughs> What's the rapping in your life? All right, I'm going to stop just rambling and just end this. All right. We'll see you next week.